frontline essential worker. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the To Be Brutally Honest show. We got um, Peyton and Parker, the the regular the regular trio, and we got special guest Dennis Petty, Orange Apron oh. Hero, Giants fan, Dodger fan. Brimmed beard since last time he was on. Looked sharp. Great outfit. Appreciate it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's good looking stuff. Um, so, Super Bowl was on Sunday. I only got to watch one half, so maybe you guys can fill me in on the first half. Um, yeah. Tom Brady wins the seventh Super Bowl. Um, Patty Mahomes looks like a school children running or a school child running away from his bully. Whatever. Um, running away from his bully all the time. No, you get it. Let's go ahead. I'll give it to the guest first. All right. Um, well, I think the biggest takeaway from the Super Bowl, in my opinion, is you never bet against the GOAT. Um, it's goddamn right. Guess, uh, look, if Tom Brady wasn't already the GOAT, uh, I mean, NFL-wise, in people's mind, um, I don't know how you could fathomably have an argument at this point. Um, I, I know when you're great, you have haters. Look at LeBron, you know? Um, nope. But it is, it is crazy to me that people don't like this guy. I, I watch him. I, the, the competitor spirit... He's just he's, – he's the best. He's the best to ever do it. Okay. Let me cut you off right there because nothing you said was wrong there, but the man is not – he has never been that likable. I, honestly, I used to think that, but I, I, I find him myself every day liking him more. More so now on the Bucks than the Patriots. I agree. I think it's less of a villain aspect. You know, it's kind of the opposite, you know, the saying, you know. You, you become the hero, live long enough to become the villain or whatever. It's like the opposite. He's lived long enough to become the hero. <laughs> like right. that. Yeah, that was pretty good. It's You're not wrong because he's not influenced by the Belichickian ways there. So yeah. Belichick's a system coach. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, we – as two people that have long been on the Brady or Belichick or Brady over Belichick bandwagon, like me and you have, this has to feel good for you to all the, like the people unnamed Patriot fans that we won't say their precise <laughs> names that have said Belichick over Brady for the past decade. Yeah. Um, I feel good. Yeah, no. Um, at the end of the day, uh, you can't think you, I can't, you can't take away from the fact that Belichick is a defensive mastermind. Um, but that can only get you so far when you don't have um, above-average quarterback play, and that's what Tom Brady has been for the last 20 years. Dennis, you know who had a uh, great Super Bowl Sunday? Who? Eli Manning. I I agree. Um, I was on Twitter after the Super Bowl, and I saw Eli was was trending, and I and I and I get it. I love me some Eli Love. And I, I and I agree. With, I see a lot of people saying that this kind of solidifies that you know Eli's two Super Bowls against uh, Brady and the Patriots were more legit than people give him credit for. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I agree. Eli is the Grim Reaper to Tom and the Patriots, uh, literally. Um, so yeah, he had a big Sunday. I thought I would ask because you're the resident Giants fan. Um, because he's guaranteed Hall of Famer. Let's make that clear. 100%. We, get into be more, we get into more Hall of Fame stuff later, but Eli Manning is a Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, maybe not first ballot, but. No, he's not first ballot, but he's a Hall of Famer. 
Connor, you have any thoughts on that? You've mocked him in the past. Well, Eli's got a dumb looking face. That's that's pretty much the roasting I, I go to. Um, yeah, he 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 won. He beat Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl. I mean, every every other team besides Nick Foles has you know he's beaten. So fluke. Yeah, it's a fluke, which is the most common fish in the sea. But um, no, you. It's true. It's. You know, when we we did our pickums last week and you guys, you know, like oh you guys were saying, Oh, there's no way Mahomes loses this game. Did not say that. I did not say that. You did not you you did say that. And Parker said no something way. similar. But well, you guys I said, were I said looking at the numbers, Mahomes has a has a very said, solid case. Yeah, I said I couldn't see him losing, but I wouldn't ever confidently bet against Tom Brady. But you did. You well. You okay? Well, I you bet. You bet against, but you weren't confident. Yeah. Okay. There he's was a just. Pro- he's, provi- he's providing himself loopholes as he goes. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. No. I. I just don't understand why people bet against Tom Brady at this point. I mean, I bet against him in the NFC Championship. Look where that got me. So I was like, I, I'm never going to make that mistake again. And here I am. You know. Uh, I'm one. I'm one and zero in Super Bowl picks on the Two BBH show. I mean, no I, doubt about it. Look at me go. Cookie for that? Come on, man. One and zero. Hey, hey. In picks. Kiss the ring. Uh, Kiss the ring. One and zero. You weren't even rooting for the Bucks, so. And no, I you were, but in the playoffs you weren't. No, you're you right. Dog pound. The dog pound in, in the Green Bay. Yeah, the Green Bay, the Packers. Anyways, um, Parker, Parker, do you got any um, you got any hindsight going on down there? Not any- hindsight. Um, I I stand firm with my statements. Um, but what were your statements? Uh, that the Chiefs were going to win. Okay. Okay. Um, but one thing I thought was a neat little factoid was that Patrick Mahomes. This is probably wrong, or I don't have the number right on the head, but uh, he ran around 500 yards before either attempting passes or getting sacked. Um, that's ridiculous. Which is either the most all season, most all time, but that's like kind of wild. It is kind of wild. And I agree with that. So that's kind of what I was going to say just now is from the chief side of the ball. Cause I think we all agree that the bucks played Dominant. as well of a game as you could have played against the chiefs on both sides of the field. Um, but when it comes to the chiefs, a lot of problems. A lot of problems. I don't really think a single player. I think their best player on Sunday, honestly, was third third overall pick, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Um, I mean, really, he was the only one having any kind of success offensively. Kelsey didn't play well. Terry Kill got shut down compared to his first outing. So you're saying Kelsey didn't play well. He had, like, over 120 yards. Yeah, those are inefficient. Hundred whatever yards. That's two key third down drops. That's not. That's not Travis Kelsey, the great. Yeah, but I, I mean that's a pretty average game from Travis Kelsey. So yeah, I, sure, that's an yeah. average game. But that's you don't. I mean, great players play well and play great in big games, and he didn't play great. So marquee names are marquee names because they make marquee plays in marquee games. That's what you're saying. Sure, if you want to keep using the word marquee instead of great. The quote. The quote. Yes, that uh, that is what I'm saying. But I I think Mahomes deserves 
for one, I heard this, um, I heard this on Dan Patrick show the other day. He got interviewed or Tony Baselli, offensive lineman, future hall of famer. He got interviewed about the game and he was saying that Patrick Mahomes has probably one of the worst displays of footwork for any quarterback in the league. I actually agree with that because he can get away with so much. I mean, it's not a bad thing. He can get away with so much with his arm, but when you're forced in games like this to be scrambling so much, it's tough. So blame goes in his direction. Blame goes all around the board on both sides. Tyron Matthew tried to get under Brady's skin or something. I don't know how smart that was, but did not work. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it went, well, I don't think anybody expected the chiefs to be held to nine points no. without a touchdown. No. Yeah. With no touchdown. I mean, they had one and it hit the dude literally in the face. <laughs> Still doesn't believe me that it hit that guy in the face, but yeah, it hit him in the face and he didn't catch it. it and it was a touchdown, but that's just tough. That's a tough scene. It was, you and know, then, who, uh, you know who would have caught it though? Patrick Robert Mahomes fiance. <laughs> Talk about off the field stuff. That lady is something else. Let me tell you. Just the, oh, yeah? tweet, the tweets that she was firing off in the middle of the game. Just making, in your opinion, making fun of ESPN and Sports Center. I was like, those are very memeable faces. If you're gonna play quarterback and make those faces, you're gonna get memed. Deal with it. It looked like the great Eli Manning. That's what I was going to say. Like Eli Manning gets, you know, and Peyton Manning with his stupid forehead and, you know, all that, all that stuff. So mm-hmm. you just got to get used to it and to complain about it. And, you know, you're the best player in the game, but you make those faces. Sorry about it. Deal yep. with it. And then the, uh, the only other last thing is Super Bowl stuff was the events of today. Uh, Tom Brady had a great day. Mm-hmm. True. Great day. I mean, he great day. Yeah, he okay. looked like he wasn't uh it looked like he hasn't experienced something like this in twenty years. We so kick back. Yeah, I respect it. Can't really do that when it's February in Boston. That's that's a good point, Parker. That is a good point. Thank you. you gotta Thank be you. wrapped up and stuff like that. But anyways, another, um another Super Bowl point. What are your boys' thoughts on a halftime? Because that was a polarizing thing. I was I was a fan. Me as well. Abel slapped. Abel slapped. It's that simple. Good. Yeah. I have to agree. I think the, I think honestly, um, for a solo performance, I, I think that we can do a great job of keeping it interesting. Um, mm-hmm. In the beginning, that he absolutely blew me away. With I don't know if it was just a, a mind game with the cameras, but where he just was in one yeah. spot. And <laughs> the man is a magician. <laughs> that that blew me away. Um, but yeah, I thought he I thought he kept it interesting for a solo performance, which is hard on the biggest. I mean, that is literally the biggest performance stage in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, to be people have time show, you know. So I thought he did a great job, honestly. And you you make a good point too, because shout out to production design of that stage, because it looked great. My opinion. Yeah, uh, I I'm gonna be honest here. I only saw the last like three minutes of the mm-hmm. Super Bowl halftime show. And from what I saw, I wasn't that impressed, but I could be wrong. I haven't watched the whole thing. Um, so, you know, I, I'm going to go into it with an open mind. But the last three minutes, I was a bit confused with like all the masks at the end. Mm-hmm. 
Is Chili's uh, open with uh, people outside? Yeah, but we don't have TVs outside. I was going to say, what do you think their demographic thought about the halftime show? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we don't, we didn't, we weren't busy at all um, outside. Um, during the day to go was a nightmare. Um, shout mm-hmm. out to all those people. Um, but, you know, keep it moving. We keep it moving. I'm taking the Super Bowl off next year, though. There's not a chance I'm working. Especially when the Chargers are playing in it, right? That's goddamn right. <laughs> Respect. Chargers versus Giants. Fuck it. All right. So I'm here for it. We have decent amount of NFL news, but since Dennis is on, we will do kind of how we did this last week with uh, the MLB Hall of Famers. Kind of did okay. a similar this week with NFL. Um, there, I sent you guys a list initially, but I'll read them off. Um, so will these current players make the Hall of Fame based on how you project their careers to go? The locks I had were seven-time Super Bowl champion, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Rob Gronkowski, Julio Jones, Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees, the great Larry Fitzgerald, Patrick Mahomes, J.J. Watt, Vaughn Miller, Aaron Donald, Adrian Peterson, Frank Gore, and Khalil Mack. Oh, you just add Khalil Mack on there? I just added Khalil Mack. I forgot him on the list earlier. I think we can all agree, even though he was a clown raider for a little bit, he's quite worthy. Yeah. Um, so I, I just want to say, um, just on the list that you have here, um, there is a lock that I see on there that should be, you know, we should just lock and, it right now. And we will get to that right now because I okay. think I know who it is. So okay. we will we'll get to that in a little bit. And you have the stage for that. But here we go. Starting with, I've had a problem with this guy in fantasy football for a long time, Ezekiel Elliott. No. I vote yeah. no as well. Yeah, I'm a no. There's no structure to this, so hop in whenever you want. Parker might be lagging. It's that or he's very oh, he's still. back. He's there back. He there. He's okay. looking at his other monitor. <laughs> um, No. Nice. On to the next one. Devontae Adams. Yes. Yes. Very tough. Yeah. I'm going to say no. Reminds me a lot of Donald Driver with Brett Favre, which is a good thing, but is it Hall of Fame worthy? We'll see. But I love Devontae Adams. He's a beast. Uh, yeah, I agree. Devontae Adams is a beast. The receivers are tough. Mm-hmm. Um, really tough. Um, I think if he gets a ring or two, whether it's in Green Bay or not, and he can lead the league in at least, you know, receiving yards or something like that for a few years, then I think no doubt he has a talent to do it. He's a, he he's a Hall of Fame talent. I'll give him that. But will he have a Hall of Fame career? I think it's tough at the receiver position. And, and that's perfectly said because this next one is that exact same way with DK Metcalf, who I would say the exact same thing about. Hall of Fame talent, probably bigger than – more talent than anyone in the league based off his physicality. But, again, I'm going to lean – I think he's actually overrated for right now in the league, his status. So I'm going to lean no. Is this year two for DK Metcalf? Was this, this year, year two? Or this mean, next one will be year three. I tried to avoid it. I tried to avoid any pure rookies for right now. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. You know, it's, it's the same thing with baseball. I know football careers are a little bit shorter than baseball, a right. lot shorter, but you know, it's tough year, you know, year one and year two to, to really, you know, see if he's a, a generational talent. You know, I yep. think I saw something earlier where if you're going to have a short career, I think Chris Carter said this 
if you're going to have a short career, you better be, you know, elite at that position. You look at, you know, the Calvin Johnson, you know, he just got in, had a short career, but changed the game. Same with, you know, Barry Sanders. So you just got to be like one of those players right from the get go. And I don't think DK Metcalf has been there yet. So, yeah, that's, that's a dart right there. It's, I couldn't have said that better. Um, Parker. Yes. No. Say no. No. Okay. Yeah, I don't have anything to back any of these up. So. so these next four get a little more dicey. Julian Edelman. No. Absolutely. I yes. think yes as well, actually. Julian Edelman, I think, is the is probably the most polarizing. Yeah. Um, when you say, look at it, accomplishments, forget the stats, accomplishments, accomplishment-wise, uh, Hall of Fame career. It was simple MVP, actually, so it, I, that'd be kind of hard to go against him. Three rings, right? Three rings with the, uh, the three Patriots? Rings. Yep. So three rings and a Super Bowl MVP and just a solid receiver for, you know, a decade. Um, Not only that, he's the Super Bowl MVP, but in the Falcons Super Bowl, he also makes the biggest play of that game. Yeah. So iconic moments. Uh, I try to break down Hall of Fame career as I think statistics play a big part. Um, accomplishments and then moments like do you have a place in nfl history like you will be remembered for something in nfl history and Mm -hmm. edelman 100 will um plus he has other stuff i will go he is but not even close to first bout somewhere 20 years down the line they're gonna be like you know edelman should be in here but that's that's right on because i think that it's he's gonna be one of those things where they see him on the ballot and they're like oh julian edelman he's a hall of famer that's yeah. that's the vibe that I get off that, but I think that's spot on. the The moments thing, iconic postseason performer. Um, yeah, I'm. I I actually am surprised more people think he's not. I get it, honestly. It's the same argument with Eli Manning, where people are like, "Was he ever a top three quarterback in the league? Was he ever the best quarterback in the league?" Uh, no. Was Edelman ever the top five receiver in the league? No, probably no. not but he just has so much other stuff going for him that it's hard to say. I think you couldn't definitively say no. And I think 20 years down the line, if you want to look at the man's legacy, uh, I think you can, he can get in there. Yep. Bingo. Um, Connor, did you, you said definitely. Yeah. Have anything to add to that? No, I, I think Dennis covered it perfectly. You got, you know, you got the rings, you got the Super Bowl MVP, and you got the moment, you know, it's statistically not there, but he played also in New England where it's, you know, everybody gets the ball. So you got to kind of look at that too. Yeah. So going on to this next one, I think this is a lock. I'm sure someone else here probably does too, but Russell Wilson, I would definitely say is a lock for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, um, 100%. I, I, uh, I, I don't even think it matters really what he does the rest of his career. He's a Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Um, and he's been great despite the last few, few seasons. He falls off in the second half of the year. Um, but he's but given that, it's because he's like the, the thing he did, the news is coming out with him, you know, that he's tired yeah. of taking hits. And that makes sense if you fall off in the second half of the year because your body's just wearing down because you're taking mm-hmm. so many hits. And, um, and yeah, yet he think, plays every game. Yeah. And yet he plays every game, which is yeah. impressive. Yeah. Connor Parker? Yes. Uh, sleeper pick go with no no how come well um it came out earlier this year um he hasn't had a single first place mvp vote in his mm-hmm. entire yeah. career 
Right. That's one thing. And then like we talked about in the, you know, the, the Edelman thing, he's a part of NFL history with moments play, but in a negative way. Okay. And okay. I, I mean, I mean, no disrespect. I know it's not his fault. It was an outstanding play by Malcolm Butler and a dummy play call, but still, you know, he, he's the one who threw the ball. So okay. that's kind of my argument there. I wasn't um, expecting you to go with that, but I think that's, that's a solid case to be made if you're going to go against him. So uh, I think this next one is a lock too. As uh, right. That's a lock for me. Yeah. Me too. Who is this arm? Richard Sherman. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he has to be, I mean, was he, and this is, I mean, the argument I hate is they, compare him to Darrell Rivas. I mean, they're totally different kind of corner. Totally different players. I mean, he's got Darrell Rivas. Yeah, Rivas Allen, you man-to-man, any receiver in the league shuts him down. Sherman's yep. a different guy. Throw him in the zone. With the Niners, they do this three-deep zone, or the cover three, um, that he just gets his side of the field, and he does a great job. Uh, you know, I think he was a great trash talker in his career, but still a great trash talker, but he's turned into a like, really intellectual corner. He's not the yeah. most athletically gifted, but but he yeah. knows what the receiver's going to do. He puts himself in the right spot. That's now, but over his career, Super Bowl champion, I, yeah, he's a hopping. You see, and you see a player that, like, there's more modern-day corners where they're more based off instincts alone. Richard Sherman is not that type of corner. He just puts himself in the right position every single play. That's part of why Seattle was able to run there. Was it – was there – it was a cover two man for their Legion of Boom so often, that I believe. That sounds about right, yeah. 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 Um, I believe that's what they, they ran. Um yeah, I definitely think so. Uh, Cam Newton, a little no. hard. You say no. No. I am going to say no, but it's really close. Kind of reminds me of Randall Cunningham, not in the Hall of Fame. Um, could go down as the best running quarterback of all time for Cam Newton. I mean, you never know. So I'm going to say no. But it's it's tough. It's tough. Um, I will go no as well. I think I like your Randall Cunningham uh, comparison, but I think go to go different sport almost, and it's not the same, but almost similar to like Derrick Rose. Super young, okay. won an MVP. I mean, Derrick Rose obviously had other things go against him injury wise. That's why his career kind of derailed, even though he's a great role player now. But it's kind of that young MVP, and then it's just something has just changed since. I mean, if you were asking us this question in 2016 and be like, will this guy be a Hall of Famer one day? I think most people would be like, yeah, probably. He's already been an MVP, almost won the Super Bowl. But the way his career has changed since has been a downward spiral. Um, He did not look good. I mean, he had key flash moments for the Patriots this year, but there was a lot of games where he would would throw the ball like 10 yards away from a receiver. Um, I'm going to go with no. Call a very good. Yeah. Yep, I can agree with that, that logic, 100%. Um, on to the next one, one of my favorite players in the league, Alvin Kamara, I think, yes, is he is a unique back. Purely that, reminds me of Marshall Falk. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I, I'm kind of the same way with uh, DK Metcalf with Alvin Kamara right now. Okay. Um, I like a Roger Craig and, uh, 
comparison okay. here. If All he right. gets uh, a, a thousand, a thousand yard season under his belt, or a few of those, I think he's locked the Hall of Fame. Problem is, Roger Craig isn't a Hall of Famer, so he, that's I, someone who needs yeah, to be a Hall of Famer. That is a Hall of Fame. That's yeah. a guy who needs to be in the Hall of Fame. But uh, I think Alvin Kamara can have a Hall of Fame career. I just he's 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 a unique player and, and great. Mm-hmm. Parker, thoughts on that? Yes, I agree with that. Yes. All right. Um, next we have Bobby Wagner. Yes. Uh, his problem is that I'm going to say yes, but his problem is that he's going to be compared to the other great linebacker of his generation and Luke Keekley this entire time. So, and I think Luke Keekley is better and I think Luke Keekley is a hall of famer. So he's going to have that being going against him this whole time, but I think yes. And while we're on the topic of, Linebackers, let me throw this out. Patrick Willis is a Hall of Famer. Get him in next year. 100%. Yep. Um, I'm glad you brought up the Luke Keekley thing because I was going to say, do you think Luke Keekley is a Hall of Famer? And if you think Luke Keekley is a Hall of Famer, I think there's no doubt that Bobby Wagner is a Hall of Famer. He leads, a tack- he leads the league or is up there and tackles every single year for the past decade. He's mm-hmm. just great. Always finds the ball. Super Bowl champion again. The leader. He was the true leader of the Legion of Boom. True. Uh, I mean, to me, he's a no-doubt Hall of Famer, honestly. Yep. I like it. I like it. Um, Parker, yes. in or out? Yeah, I'm in. All right. Uh, I think we're all going to agree on these next two. I would be really surprised if we didn't. So Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, I'm saying both to – I'm saying yes to both of those. I would be shocked if they didn't continue on this pace, honestly. Um, I will say yes. I tend to agree. Travis Kelsey, you know, tight end maybe top two tight end um, in the league right now. Obviously, you got Kittle and Kelsey up there. Um, but, yeah, no, I agree. And then Tyreek Hill has changed the game dramatically with special teams as well as playing the wide receiver position. Yep. I agree. Uh, yeah, I, Kelsey is, I think, already a lock for me. I think he's already, a top, top, he's easily already a top ten uh, tight end all time. Hill is interesting. I think he's a Hall of Famer, too. Um, sometimes they bring in the off the field stuff for Hall of Fame, so that'll see be interesting to see how that affects it. And but if he keeps up his pace and he's Patrick Mahomes' number one guy for the next five years, maybe they win another bowl or two. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a Hall of Fame career 100%. And here's where it gets interesting because we have a friend of the show who would find this one controversial Kyler Murray. Okay, I want to take the reins on this one. Why the fuck is Kyler oh, Murray hey, on this hey, list? Hey. Just because it's a late show, man. <laughs> Why? It's year two. Year one was a disaster. And year whatever. And then year two, what? They didn't even make the playoffs. They stink. Get him out of here. And and the freaking. I'm in on Kyler Murray. I'm in. I'm in. The freaking. The freaking. The Cardinals fan is already in the chat talking shit. So. <laughs> Might as well just get it out out of me now. This guy's a bum. He's like five foot nine. This is the same height as me. I you don't see me running around playing quarterback. So let's let's take it easy on the t- Kyler Murray to the Hall of Fame. Let's. All right. Um. Easy. I mean, I mean, this is one that's just too early to tell. But I will say this: Kyler Murray is. I mean, I think we just forget that he was a number. Uh, uh, first round draft pick in baseball, you know? So I, 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 that has nothing to do with his football career. But the fact of the matter is, is that this guy is a generational athlete in general. 
So I don't think there's any way you could just count them out right now. I think the Cliff Kingsbury thing, if they can just keep it going, they could be in a good shot in a few years. The problem is, is that NFC West is a it's tough division, and it's going to still be a tough division for the next five years. Yep. Luckily, Kyler Murray's young, so they have a, a large window. I think the Rams' window is – they've officially moved to a shorter window with Matt Sapper. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have to see where the 49ers go quarterback-wise, but the defense is young. Their weapons are young, so they kind of bent centers around the offensive line. And then I think the Seahawks will be on a downward trend, even though they have young talent. I think it's still a veteran-owned team, and with Russell Wilson kind of stuff up in the air now. So, so the next five years, I think, will be crucial for the growth of the Cardinals and Kyler Murray as a quarterback. But um, it's too early to count him out, but definitely too early to say he's anywhere close. I'm in on Kyler Murray. I love his projections. He's going to keep getting better every year as a passer. I'm in on the Cardinals. Playoff team next year. Book it. Fair. Anyways, I'm going to flip out of the order a little bit. Um, I'm going to group these quarterbacks together, and then we'll come back on the other side of the show and finish it off. Uh, Another one of my favorite players in the league, the great Lamar Jackson. Hall of Famer. I agree. Yeah. He's a, I mean, MVP. And now, like I said, the same thing with Cam Newton. He was obviously Hall of Famer and what is his fourth year. But, uh, but I mean, to be a Hall of Famer in your second year, or sorry, MVP in your second year, um, it's a lot. It's crazy. Now, you want to talk about someone who's changed the game. This, I mean, first of all, look, yeah, Cam Newton, if he retired today, would go down as the best running quarterback of all time. But if, if Lamar Jackson gets one or two more years of doing what he's done the last two years, he's already the best running quarterback of all time. Exactly. Um, they just need to make a deep playoff run. Yep. Imagine he, he might be one of those guys. Cause I mean, I think we all think that rivers is probably a hall of famer. Lamar, he might not even have to win a super bowl. I'm being, I'm being honest. If I would like for him to win a super bowl, I don't mind the Ravens. And I mean, other than the Ravens fans, I'm fine with them. Um, but he he I see him as a future Hall of Famer. I really do. So Connor? No, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. No, why? Is Mike Vick a Hall of Famer? That yes, thank you, Parker. But no, I, I think they're they're very comparable players. Would you disagree with me? No, Lamar Jackson. One hasn't gone to prison yet. <laughs> Okay, I'm talking on the field there, Akeem no. Wasabi. Okay, I know, but I'm saying Hall of Fame. Mike Vick's on a Hall of Famer probably just because of the off-the-field stuff. Yeah. Bingo. All right, well, then there you go. <laughs> no, but yeah. I, I think you're right. I think it's, you know, it, it's a little bit too early for me, health permitting. That's that's where okay. I'm okay. That's where I'm going with. Yeah. All right, um, let's go Matt Ryan. Yes. Wow, you say that confidently. Based on stats alone, Matty Ice is going to the Hall of Fame. Is Matt Stafford? If he wins the ring with the Rams, yeah. Now this so this is this is the argument that that hurts me. Sorry to interrupt that little thing. No, but um, but if Matt see the problem is is if you look at Matt Matt Ryan's career, like his career stats and compare him to Eli Manning's. I mean, albeit probably take out the interceptions, um, but um, uh, but if you look at their career stats and you tell me that Matt Ryan's a hundred percent Hall of Famer with no rings, and you look at Eli's career stats with his two rings and two Super Bowl MVPs, then, then, then why is there even a question that Eli? I'm like, sorry to make this about Eli Manning. But why is there even no, a question? I agree. 
So Matt Ryan right now, I, I'm going to probably not. Hall of very good. Like a great quarterback, especially when he had Kyle Shanahan, the, the smartest uh, offensive uh, coach in the NFL. Um, but um, yeah, choke artist. Um, and that's and to your argument about Russell Wilson. If you want to live in infamy in a moment of NFL history, 28 to three blown lead. And you're going to get mad at Russell Wilson for throwing an interception on a terrible play call. That's a group of terrible play calls. A lot of terrible play calls for the Falcons, including a lot of bad play, way too conservative. Let let the greatest quarterback of all time create the greatest comeback in sports history. I agree. Whoa, 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 whoa. It is. It is. Dennis, that is perfectly said. The the fact that this man just said that Russell Wilson is not a Hall of Famer, but Matt Ryan is, is absolutely sickening. Yeah, sickening. (laughs) I, I can't believe the hypocrisy, actually. Okay, well, let's 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 rewind for greatest um, sports comebacks in history. Um, that's just false. Red Sox three one, three zero, buddy. Three zero. It's that it's that the Warriors. I mean, per per sport, football would be twenty to three. Well, Baseball wait, single, single game comeback of all time, huh? Single game comeback of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. see. Yeah, I said I said game. I think if you count series. But series are a whole different deal because you get your game to game. I think to be in a game where you're in the bottom of the third quarter, you know, you have very limited time, and then you can do something like that is, is incredible. Um, not to take anything away from Boston or even the Cleveland Cavaliers, you know, stuff like that. But I think to do it in a single game where you can shift the momentum like that, it, like, is insane. But yep. Game to game, you can game plan whatever. But to do it at the end of the third quarter throughout the fourth is just is, is, is insane. I'm all in on this, Dennis. Another thing, though, that I made about Russell Wilson is that he hasn't had a single first-place MVP vote. Matt Ryan Ryan has an MVP. That is the only argument I would say for my Russell Wilson versus Matt Ryan debate. Mic drop. But do you can you actually say that that sentence, Russell Wilson? I just said that. I just said that sentence. You can can say out loud, Matt Ryan has had a better career than Russell Wilson with a straight face. (laughs) <laughs> Matt, <laughs> Matt Ryan has had a better career than Russell Wilson. And with that, we go to our quick break. So <laughs> we will be right back after. That's that's this. You can't do that to me. That's messed up. It's unreal. We just despicable, did. despicable. Yeah, 